1: Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.
2: Picture yourself in room.
3: Welcome back, guys. DGS 205. Happy Thanksgiving Eve Eve to you. Uh, Wheeler is out of town at Thanksgiving, and uh, we have our buddy Tricia sitting in with us. You were so good last week. Oh, thank you. I don't you. want to put you on the spot. I don't want to make this weird... But I want to ask you something in okay. front of everyone. All right. Let's do it. Will you replace Wheeler? <laughs> <laughs> he can find out I, on his own.
4: Uh, uh, um, sure. Think about it. L- oh, okay. I mean, I... I nope, need, she said yes. I need <laughs> some yeah. time to think about it. I'm definitely Damn, not going to just take, take his job.
2: You have 30 seconds to think about it starting 29 seconds ago. <laughs> Answer.
4: I mean, I can't. It's a pretty sweet gig. You just hang out in here like... Laugh, yuck it up.
3: You figured it out, haven't you? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, but to
5: replace Wheeler you have to get much louder. You have to mm-hmm. tweet about the Cardinals all the time. I mean, there's a there's a a schedule you have to abide How do you know, feel about
3: gaining 90 pounds? I, <laughs> I do like to eat.
4: Okay. That would this be... is all coming up, Trisha.
2: <laughs> Good start. He plays
4: a lot of Good video games, start. too, though, right? Yes. yes. I don't oh, know yeah. if I have enough
3: hours in the day to fit all the things hey, in that he does. you can tell us anything you want. You can lie. <laughs> yeah. What did you do last night? Played video games? <laughs> Ate a bunch of food?
2: 30 hours. hours of video games.
3: Fine, fine, fine. Um, let's see. What to do? What to do? Oh, can I tell you guys about a, a minor modern-day miracle? You, you'll, you'll all admit I'm weird, right? Yeah. Lived a quirky Mm -hmm. life, have weird things happen to me. Sometimes I have kind of, uh, ESP things happen to me. What I'm about to tell you is 100 million percent true. I haven't been buying things on eBay, as you know, become financially sober recently. And, uh, I thought, you know what? I'm gonna, I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna take a look. (laughs) Maybe they got some new stuff. And, uh, here's what I Googled. 1970s vintage baseball glove. That's all I Googled. What was in my mind was a McGregor Hank Aaron baseball glove that I had when I was a kid, and it says number 715 on the back of the web, and the very first thing in a line of like 10,000 gloves that showed up was that friggin' glove. Did you order it? I did. That's fine. I mean... No, I know it's fine, but, I mean, that's crazy. (laughs) That is crazy. Yeah, I think the
4: universe put that in your path. Yeah. all the the
3: baseball gloves. Mm -hmm. And I did not in any way, shape, or form put McGregor. I didn't put Hank Aaron. I didn't put Seven Fifteen. I didn't put anything. It was the number one at the very top. There it was. Meant to be. That's nuts, isn't it?
2: I feel like Rachel and I are both a little concerned that if we react too, too happily to this, it'll be like encouraging.
3: No, it's not, the it's not the glove. I'm excited to get the glove. It's just that's it's the so happenstance. Yeah. It's like
5: that time. In Reddit. Yes. Yeah. yeah, I was thinking the same thing. I was looking at an Ask Reddit thread and they were talking about sex robots, and the, which is something we're known to talk about on the Dave Glover show from time to time. And there was a Reddit comment that said, I heard about this on the Dave Glover show last week. And it blew my mind because of the millions of posts on Reddit a day. I came across that one where they were talking about us. It was nuts. Yeah, that's cool. Mm-hmm. Just, mm. just like the glove.
3: The that's glove. right. I'm going to wear it everywhere.
2: Oh, yeah. <laughs> it's going be, to, it's to it's gonna become my thing. <laughs> you're, you're making points on the show. I'm going to be spilling, a giant... <laughs> spilling
3: coffee and stuff like I'm yeah, don't <laughs> already do that.
2: trying to pick up the cup with the glove.
3: <laughs> it's my <hangarin. laughs> Uh, You want to do Throwback Thursday? Yeah. Hold on. Let me grab it. Okay. We'll talk amongst ourselves until you do. It's
5: actually Throwback Tuesday.
3: Though. All right, Tuesday. Yes. Mm.
5: Think I'm not coming in on Thanksgiving. Throwback Tuesday. 146 years ago in 1877, Thomas Edison announced his newest invention, a hand-cranked foil cin- cylinder phonograph, which he dubbed a talking machine.
3: I'm not an Edison guy. Oh, no, yeah? you're not a believer? Uh Genius, but he seemed to rip off most everything that he patented. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
5: Do you know the thir- the first thing that he recorded on his phonograph? Anyone want to take a guess?
2: Himself.
3: I plan to rip off Tesla. <laughs> <laughs>
5: Mary had a little lamb.
3: Hmm.
2: Was did he sing it?
5: Um. Th- I don't know that. Okay. I just know what that was, he played it off
2: a tape recording. recorder. Alexander <laughs> Graham Bell's first thing. Uh, phone. <laughs> Not
3: phone. Telegram. No. I don't know. What he? It, it was like his assistant, like. Mr. Watson,
2: I oh, need you, or something was, like that.
3: Oh, it was. Oh gosh, what don't was it? Pretend you know. It now. <laughs> no, no, no. I, okay. I do know it. Okay, As you're what was Googling
2: it? it? First,
3: <laughs> I do know it.
2: Typing.
5: Type. No, type, I don't. Type, uh, type. Bu-
2: bu- 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 what did he say? Andrew,
5: it's okay that you don't know. But I know. But now I'm just I trying to find it.
2: And it was
5: ninety two years ago Thank in you. 1931. The horror classic Frankenstein was released.
3: That is a. Really good, really scary movie, even today.
5: I've never seen the 1931 version. Oh, you
2: should. It really holds up. Mr. Watson, come here. I want to see you, which is kind of... Yeah, that was Oof. pretty
5: close. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Oof. And steamy.
5: 81 years ago in 1942. Kind
2: of <laughs> flirty. <laughs> yeah, the very first thing ever said, he was sexting.
3: Yeah.
5: 81 years ago in 1942, Tweety Bird debuted in the Warner Brothers cartoon, A Tale of Two Kitties, (laughs) featuring (laughs) Babbitt and Catcello, the feline parody of comedy legends Abbott and Costello. Not a fan of Tweety Bird, of Tweety Bird.
3: Yep. Why? Uh,
2: Have you seen Tweety Bird? So is is it the whole, is it Tweety Bird himself that you're not a fan of? Yeah. Okay. So it's not really like it either. It's not just the whole like you so you like Sylvester. You're a Sylvester guy.
3: Uh yeah, but even if Sylvester didn't exist and it was just Tweety, I still wouldn't like him. Okay.
5: I just love how Dave's just like, hate
3: him. And then we're like, why? He's like, just hate him. It, don't you guys have things I, like that? Oh yeah, for sure. Oh, it's just normal. funny. No, yeah. I'm with you. Like the Quaker Oats guy? Yeah. Screw you, Quaker Oats guy. <laughs> sure. Staring at me I'm every board. breakfast. Yeah, we're over there with Tweety. All bird judgmental, I'm a yeah. Quaker, look at me. <laughs>
5: 48 years ago in 1975, Queen released their first album, A Night at the Opera, featuring Bohemian Rhapsody and You're My Best Friend. There you go. 48 years
3: ago. 1945. <sighs> have you guys, uh, are have you ever been influenced, uh, either modern day influencers or as a kid by like Toucan Sam? Is, is, have you ever wanted something because of like an advertisement that you recall?
2: Oh, yeah. Yeah. Advertisements, I think they absolutely work. I mean, I'll... If I see a commercial for Kit Kats, I'm like, maybe I should go get a Kit Kat. Right? I mean, I'm not even kidding. I saw a commercial a few weeks ago for Dairy Queen, Mm. and I got in my, I like immediately like a a trance. I was like, (laughs) time for Dairy. It was like a Sunday night. I had nothing going on. I was like, time for Dairy Queen.
3: I was the the same way, but with really, really strange things like milk of magnesia. When I was a kid, Mm -hmm. that Mm -hmm. one got me, and I begged for it not knowing it was, like, anti-poop medicine Well, it or sounds
2: like it will give you superpowers. So I, I understand why you're, like, Milk of Magnesia sounds like a very exciting thing. Yeah.
5: 47 years ago, in 1976, the first Rocky movie opened in New York.
3: I was just reading, that was supposed to be a much darker film. And then someone got to Sylvester Stallone and said, why don't you just make it sort of like a feel-good thing? And he's like, okay.
5: He's like, I, guess. <laughs> I if, guess. I reckon that might work. <laughs>
3: Was he going to, like, die at the end or something? I don't remember what the darkness was, but it was just a darker, danker kind mm-hmm. of depressing film.
5: 43 years ago in 1980, an estimated 83 million people tuned into Dallas to find out who shot junior I'm sorry. How long ago was 1980? 43 years ago.
2: Okay. <laughs> Oof.
3: Yeah, that's upsetting. Yeah. We talked about wow. this in the first hour. Trisha, give us your uh, young adult, adult, middle-aged, senior citizen. Where do those break down for you?
4: Uh, young adult, mid to late 20s. Well, no, young adults, yeah, 20s probably, then middle age you're talking about.
3: Like, then you have adult, like adult, you guys. in
4: your 30s and 40s, yeah. I think.
3: How When do you start, when do you finish middle age and get into senior citizenship?
5: 50 to mid-70s probably. I love you. See, I I was kind of with Amy. I thought middle age. I thought I was like brushing up against middle age. I thought it started in your thirties. Amy I thought think middle
3: age ended at fifty five.
5: She thought it ended at fifty five.
1: I and think you're when a Amy
4: citizen starting at fifty five.
2: Wow. Well, see, that's the thing. I think when Amy was a kid, I think it was a lot closer to that because I mean we've talked before how. You know, we, we used to look at 60 as You were retired. Well, she was you were also elderly. Raised, you were... Like,
3: raised like a ranch hand in Amish country. So. Yes,
2: she only <laughs> knows this from old, uh, old country buffet uh, right. senior menu. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
3: Stories about the Cracker Barrel.
5: <laughs> Back to Throwback Tuesday, 31 years ago in 1992. That sounds wrong. 31 years ago, 1992, <laughs> Adam Sandler performed the Thanksgiving song on the Weekend Update segment of Saturday Night Live. Hmm. Hmm. 28 years ago in 1995, Green Day singer Billy Joe, Joe Armstrong was arrested for indecent exposure after dropping his pants at a concert in Milwaukee. He was uh, fined $141. Never,
3: never understood that.
5: <laughs>
4: to him like dropping w- his pants?
3: <laughs> Anybody. Yeah. I've just never, even like as a kid, and you would hear about flashers.
2: Mm-hmm.
3: I just, even as a kid, I'm like
2: yeah but what, are you, what are we doing here like, it's what, it's like, what's anybody getting out of that I'm,
3: yeah it's like <laughs> seems like a no-win proposition yeah. here you run off in a trench coat <laughs> like <laughs> yeah you got me again and one more
5: throwback tuesday event here 19 years ago in 2004 this is for andrew the nintendo ds was released in north america
2: oh yeah that was a good one that was a real good one i still have mine did you guys see the other thing about the hanukkah song Uh, That uh, was It was in the complete sheet earlier today Oh yeah, Roseanne Yeah, Roseanne was originally supposed to be the singer of that Oh, Uh, on SNL Yeah, but she decided to have him do it Because he's the one who wrote it Mm -hmm. But he wrote it for her That's cool And she kind of like backed off at the last second Thank God That's what
3: I'd call a fun fact I'd hate to have that,
2: you know Associated with her Associated with her all this time
3: For sure uh, what else? How are we looking at time? Hey, I should do my live now. Do it. This is when we're supposed this is to when break. We're supposed to take a break, and I never do because I'm terrible at clock <laughs> management. All right, let's see how this feels. <laughs> Welcome back, DGS 222. Big announcement: Trisha is replacing Wheeler. It's a done deal. So uh, good riddance. Thank you, thank you all. Welcome, big red loud clown. I'm sick of him. <laughs> And happy birthday to him as well. Yeah, happy birthday, Wills. And also
2: his birthday's on
3: Thursday. Yes. (laughs) Yes, all the best to (laughs) you. Let's see what we have going on here. I always like to look at Andrew's silly uh, suggestions. (sighs) Stop panicking. The Wallace and Gromit studio has plenty of clay.
2: Yeah, have you guys seen this? So the studio behind Wallace and Gromit, uh, Chicken Run. I did like Chicken Run. They're great movies. There's a new one coming out here in a couple days, I think. Uh, Ardman is the well, name of the studio. I'll go see that by myself. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's on Netflix.
3: Nothing sad or creepy about that.
2: <laughs> it's fine. Um, uh, ticket for one, please. <laughs> hey, I would go see a Wallace and Gromit movie by myself, 100%. I love those movies. But uh, the studio Ardman, they use a very specific type of clay that uh, doesn't melt when you put the you know film lights and stuff on it. It's really easy to paint and really easy to mold and all that and the they're they're done making it. It's gone. They're not making that clay anymore. The factory that used to make it, where they got it all from is shut down. So there's been a big panic that they said there were reports that they only have enough clay because they bought up all the clay that the factory had. It was left. a big panic. A big panic amongst the claymation okay, community. I mean, those Wallace of us. Wallace and
3: Gromit heads were yeah, freaking out.
2: Us, us grommeteers were, were devastated by the news. So you're a
3: Garf, a Garf boy and a grommeteer.
2: I am. I really, I've, I've always loved Wallace and Gromit. I really do love them. But that was, that was the fear was that they don't make this anymore. They only have enough reportedly to finish the next Wallace and Gromit movie. Oh, no. I know. And then no more no more studio ever. They can't make this anymore. They say not so. They have plenty that they have revealed. They have a, a giant. vault. Well, they're playing vault. this one
3: wrong. Like yeah, staff? they should have just let everyone
2: think this was going to be the last one. Yeah, I thought so too. I thought the very same thing. Mm-hmm.
3: Andrew's
5: in a lot of camps. Yeah, I am. you're a fan of BTS. I have, a, me lot of, I have yes. a lot of
2: fandoms.
3: Mm-hmm. Uh, Magic the Gathering, mm-hmm.
5: Garfield, Pokemon, Garfield, Pokemon, mm-hmm. um, Taylor Swift. He's Taylor Swift. I am Swiftie.
2: Although a lot she's of clubs. She's losing me. The overexposure in the last uh, yeah. year or so is kind of—I don't know. Man, yeah, you. too too yeah. famous. It's getting so a little. It's getting like a little absurd, right? Where it, like a it's, little, uh, right? Exactly. Like it's just—it's getting weird.
3: You want a weird fun fact about your body? Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> roughly forty-four percent of us only have one joint in our pinky toe.
4: I have no idea. Is everybody wiggling their pinky toe? I mean, I'm trying to picture it. I don't think I can.
5: You can't move your toe?
2: Can't move your pinky toe? I can move it this way, but I can't move it like this. That's gross. You can move it (laughs) side to side? (laughs) Yeah, I can move it like this
3: little piggy. Yeah, I can like
2: stretch it out this way, but not. Don't say stretch it out. I'm sorry.
3: It doesn't matter what Megan ever does to you. Never let her go.
2: Oh, I'm yeah. not. Don't worry. Oh, yeah. Me. Oh, I mean, you have nothing. Hold to- on like
3: Grim Death. <laughs> you have nothing to worry about there. We see you on a first date like so. Anyway, <laughs> I can move it this way and stretch they it. They were right. so
5: worried that the studio was running out of clay, but it turns <laughs>
3: out that they have plenty of clay.
2: All those grommeteers were talking about it. Well, I think about
3: back it. to me, I'm a grommeteer and a uh, garf boy. That I think that goes without saying.
2: I'm not kidding when I say I think about this all the time. All the time, I'm like, I need to do whatever possible to, to, to not to let To hold on to your wife. Yeah, yeah. we yeah. Yeah. talk go. about it a lot when you're not <laughs> yeah, here. Yeah. Do.
3: <laughs>
2: Jeez. Hmm. Happy birthday to her as well.
5: Speaking of birthdays, did you guys see Joe Biden roast himself on his birthday? with that Instagram picture? Yes.
2: What did he say? I didn't see this.
5: Okay, he posts, I'm sure he didn't post on Instagram, an intern or something, posted him in front of, uh, with a birthday cake in front of him with 81 actual candles on it and it's just up in flames.
3: Oh, yeah. And I he's did. like, yeah. oh,
5: it gets a little hot around here when it's your 146th birthday, <laughs> which, I mean, I thought that was pretty good, leaning into the criticism a little bit. But that cake looked insane. It looked insane, but the, it was that was the point. But then everyone was like, can you
3: believe Joe Biden thought this was a good look? It's like it's a joke. He he isn't. He's not that guy, right? He's not that guy.
5: It was clearly like his social media. Yeah, but I mean, even
3: even even so, he uh, he's charming in a you know million year old Irish kind of way, but he's not funny enough that you go like. Good for you. Well, I yeah. re- You're owning it. I I don't, yeah,
5: yeah. I don't think like really any politician can own something like that. Yeah. Without the other side going like, look at this. They're calling. It. They can't even hide how old Did he you is see anymore.
3: He messed up uh, Taylor Swift and Britney. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Whoops. Yeah.
2: The Renaissance tour. Whoops. Yeah, he said the Renaissance tour, which is Beyonce's, <laughs> and then he said <laughs> Britney. Britney down there, and it's, it's hot. It's hot in Brazil. <laughs>
0: London. For more, go to odyssey.com slash Taylor. Tay in the UK. on the Odyssey app. Thanks to Republic Records. This is a national contest. Our
3: buddy Tricia from Down the Hall is hanging out with us. So I'm sure you've heard this thing, Tricia, about all men think about the Roman Empire all the time, which I don't, but we all have our version and we kind of went around the horn yesterday. Like, what's your version of that? What do you find yourself sort of obsessed with when you have time on your own?
4: Mm. Ooh. That's a really good question. Um, probably the life after death thing. Mm. Like, what's next? Is yeah. there more? If yeah. I have too much time to think about it.
3: Yeah. That leads me to something I wanted to talk about. I'm glad you brought that up. So, I'm the same. I am forever, like, reading articles I don't quite understand or watching TED Talk presentations about consciousness and simulation theory and all this stuff. And I wanted to ask you guys this. So... I think it's the ultimate question is, okay, what is this? (laughs) You know, it's almost like being put, like being knocked out and put into an escape room. And you're like, okay, what's this? Where am I? How do I get out? What's this mean? And I feel like life's the same thing. We just pop out. And people are like, this is a dog. That's a tree. Here's how you eat food. But I'm obsessed with, well, what is it? Is there a God? If so, who is he or she? If there's maybe there's an archaic God. Maybe there's God who's not very good at it. Uh, You know, maybe it's a simulation. Maybe we're never, ever going to know. And so my specific question was this. Are you a little surprised that like the government doesn't openly study that? I mean, we, we study UFOs, we study dolphins, we study how to kill each other, a whole bunch. But I've never heard of anyone being like, you know what, we're going to put some money into this and try to figure out what the hell is going on here.
2: I think that would upset a lot of people. And specifically a lot of like, I mean, look at the new Speaker of the House. I yeah. think he would be extremely. We know what's going
3: on. It's all the New Testament. Shut yes. Up.
2: I think he would be, he in, and that Caucus, which holds a lot of power and influence in the government, I think they would be extremely upset. It's a good point. If if the govern, if anybody in the government was like, we need to try and study what God and faith is, I think they would see that as yeah, an there, affront to heresy. Science
4: often contradicts religion, and we still pour a lot of money into it. And yeah, we're still, got still funding NASA. That, yeah, and you still have a, mm, lot, a lot of people point. that deny climate change and whatever else. But the government's not like, hold up, like we don't want to like upset anybody. So mm-hmm. it is interesting that there aren't more. I, It may just be that there's no way to tell, like that there's no amount of money can get us an answer.
3: Do you think they do it on the sly, you know, working on their quantum computers and such? You think they're asking their version of ChatGPT like, hey, what's going on?
5: Probably and I mean, don't they have studies all the time that we talk about on the show? Like, hey, it turns out when you get your head chopped off, there's brain activity for mm-hmm. 45 yeah. more minutes or, you know, mm-hmm. so stuff like that is definitely happening.
3: But I so think they're doing is probably right. So they're doing piecemeal, but they're not doing it like, hey, we have a new wing of the government yeah. trying to figure out what life is. Isn't
5: that part of being human, though, is just accepting the fact that you're going to die and you don't know what's going to happen after you die? That's part of the human experience is just knowing that that's coming and having to accept that you don't know what's on the other side
3: of that. Yes, but hopefully you're not saying, and therefore you shouldn't. Try to figure it out.
5: Oh, no, I'm not saying that at all. I'm just saying...
3: Because I do agree with you. Ultimately, that is the answer to the question. Right. But we I think know.
5: but I think you and I are pretty different people when it comes to that because you're such a searcher when it comes to that kind of stuff. And I'm able to, or, or I comfort myself by just going like, I'm not meant to know. So I just kind of let it go. I don't keep going down that path. Maybe there are more people like me than, I. I don't know. I don't know. I'm not trying to be like, oh, I'm better than you. <laughs> I'm just saying like. The-
3: well, with the haircut, I thought maybe oh my you were. I uh, <laughs> wish I never would have gotten again. this haircut. <laughs> it looks great.
5: <laughs> Thanks, Trisha.
3: Yeah, you clearly know what life's about.
5: Um- <laughs> That's not what I'm saying. That's not
4: what I'm saying. I do to this point. I, I there, Something kept me up the other night. There's a whole thing in science fiction where you can maintain consciousness in like an AI form even after your body dies. Mm-hmm. That, that whole thing. I was laying in bed the other night. I saw a trailer for a show that was that, that concept. And I thought, but what happens to your soul? Mm-hmm. If it's, if if souls are a thing, what happens at that point? Is it put in limbo? Is that gone? And I, I didn't sleep. I was just up all night worried about that.
3: <laughs> <laughs> Two things. I uh, One of my favorite authors did a story about that. And it was about a person who had their consciousness uploaded to a computer. And turns out it doesn't. It's possible in the story, but it's horrible. He talks about how it's sharp and pointy in here, and he can't get yeah. out. And I remember, like, not that I was looking to upload my consciousness, but I thought, mm, I'm going to wait on that. And have you ever seen the movie with Paul Giamatti called Cold Souls? So you are able to go to a doctor. Turns out souls are the whole problem. And you can go to a doctor and they take your soul out. And it's usually about the size of a softball, and it looks kind of like a little tiny brain. And they take his out, and it's like the size of a pea. And it's Paul Giamatti, Mm -hmm. right? It all works. And I forget the ultimate, uh, what the lesson is, but uh, people get him taken out because the soul is what causes you to feel guilty about things. And X, Y, Z, again, science fiction, fantasy, but reminded me of that.
5: Sounds like a good movie.
3: It's it's not too bad. Yeah. Yeah. A little depressing, but yeah, not too bad.
5: Yeah. The soul thing has always kept me hung up on the whole uploading your consciousness thing too, because I, I've just always looked at it as uploading your consciousness is just turning yourself into a convincing computer program. It's not actually taking the essence of what makes you, you and preserving it. It's preserving it for other people, but how do you, how would you ever know that it was preserving your actual, you know, being? Yeah.
3: The one that always gets me is, what if this moment is my first real moment of consciousness, and ev- all my memories have just been implanted? You know, like mm-hmm. they just gave me a backstory. Like, oh, yeah, you're little, mm-hmm. and you're this, and you wore a wig, and you went to watch your law, and then you blah blah blah, and blah 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 blah, and here's your moment go, right? Yeah, mm-hmm. I've thought about that one. That would kind of. Screws with me.
5: Have you ever? We sound like we're like sitting around. <laughs> really stoned. So yeah. <laughs> but have you ever had deja vu so bad that you're like, I have
3: legitimately lived this moment before? I've had it so bad that I'm. It's. It goes long enough to go. It's still going. Yeah. It's still going. And now this mm-hmm. is going to
5: happen, and yeah. then it happens. Yeah. That used to happen to me a lot whenever I was a kid. It happens less now.
3: Me too. I wonder mm-hmm. why that is. I can't remember the last time it happened. Okay, good.
5: Yeah, well, we're solving problems. <laughs> we over are. Here.
2: That was fun. As I like usual. doing stuff like that. <laughs> um, you wonder though if they put in the bad, like if they implanted all these memories. I, I, I. Whenever I start to think about that, I always just go like, "Well, why would they put in all the bad stuff?" Well, <laughs> why
3: would they put okay. in all those
2: terrible things that would have happened. I in don't life?
3: pretend to have any more idea what this is than anyone else, but one thing that at least would make some sense. Is if we are some other kind of being in another dimension and we're it. At- some sort of a holiday party and some sort of a Dave and Busters. You know, and instead of playing Papa Shot against Craig Lombardi, you're like like, hey, do the do the life thing. Mm. And so you're like looking through it like a jukebox and you're like, oh, this Dave Glover guy seems intriguing. Like he's had a really up and down life and, you know, like some terrible things, some really great things like, okay, what how long do we have five minutes? Great, let's do it. And so you immerse yourself in this quote unquote game. And uh, there's a Rick and Morty like this, right? Mm-hmm. There is a Rick and, and Morty And, like then, and mm-hmm. then you you pop out and Hank's drunk and pulled his shirt off and he's dancing at the cosmic Christmas party or whatever. And you're like, holy hell, I really thought I was that guy.
2: There was a story I, I saw recently of a guy who was in a coma. And he had uh, like a wife and a couple of kids and this like very happy, normal life and then he just started like according to him in the coma he started like in the, the dream i guess he started seeing like things a little differently and you know things started looking a little distorted and there would be like weird you know static on the apart. tv yeah things would start to fall apart the lamp would get a little messed up i think this part that's a big part of it, is like the lamp was starting to get look weird and look different to him and then all of a sudden one day he just like woke up and all of that his that whole life that he had been living with the wife and the children was a dream he, and he was in a coma
3: even for People who are not Star Trek fans, Star Trek The Next Generation has an episode called The Inner Light. And Picard uh, is basically whooshed away uh, to this planet and he lives an entire life as one of them. And it was their way of uh, being remembered. Like, hey, we we existed at one point, but he lived an entire life. Then he wakes up and he remembers the entire life. It's really good for people who are into this kind of a concept mm-hmm. and anything woo woo like that. But they do it very very well. It's a good one. What a strange segment this oh. has been. <laughs> Spooky, kind of. We covered yeah. some ground. We did cover some ground. I like it. Two forty nine DGS. Thank you to Trisha for hanging out with us and considering my offer to replace Wheeler. (laughs) Thank you for having me. You know, talk it over. It's
4: a a generous offer. I mean, all kidding aside, I don't think I can do that. He's irreplaceable. But uh, I do appreciate it, and I'll sit in anytime.
3: But you'd like to be on the show. I would
4: love to be on the show. The show is amazing. Okay, I
3: can live with that. That's
5: classy. To say Wheeler is irreplaceable, that's a classy move.
3: It's a silly thing to say, but (laughs) (laughs) I'll give you classy. Um... Things that didn't come back from COVID.
5: Oh, yeah. Okay, I love this list that I saw on Upworthy. Um, I sometimes forget (laughs) that... That's not fair. I don't forget that the pandemic happened because it was so, like, traumatizing. But at the same time, like, we've moved past it in many, many ways. Most people don't wear a mask anymore. feels
3: very much like a bad dream. Right.
5: You you don't need, it doesn't cross your mind, like, oh, I'm going to have to wait in line to get into the grocery store or something. That stuff is in the past. But there are some things that we haven't rebounded from. Um, like the glory days of restaurants. People are saying, like, that's just going to be gone forever. The way the service industry has changed, the way staffing has changed, and some of the changes they made during COVID, like QR code menus and such, that's just going to stay different forever. What do you guys think? Do you think it'll ever bounce back to exactly how it was before the pandemic?
2: I think a, a lot of companies... Both for good and bad. Like, I think, like, QR menus is pretty neutral. You know what I mean? I mean, I'm sure it saves them a little bit of money in the long run. But I think so many companies use the pandemic as an excuse mm-hmm. to, like, you know, slash labor and stuff like that. And and I, I think that'll never bounce back because I think it was kind of never meant to. I That's think, a good point. I think they didn't view it as, like, this is a good opportunity for us to, um, you know... Keep everybody safe for whatever. When they were really, they're like, this is this is well, a good opportunity th- to just save us a bunch of money forever.
5: I think the difference with restaurants. I think restaurants would love to go back to the way things were. I just think that the the hiring field is so different now that that's that's just not gonna happen again. Um, the number two thing on the list, giving service face to face, that could be a thing of the fa- of the past. Um, or committing to a meeting, I just feel like it's so much easier nowadays to be like, oh, yeah, I'll just do Zoom. Oh, wait, I'm, I'm not going to do it. Like, how many times do you see people in authority, you know, mm. it's like we had a meeting and then it just gets canceled yeah. or I'm not going to show up. These things just became more acceptable after the COVID
3: pandemic. Trish, you probably did. I've done two Zoom meetings my entire life. I've, I've lucked out so many ways with things like that, with not needing to understand technology. I, I'm guessing you did a bunch. A
4: ton. Like, yeah. how
3: bad did it get?
4: Yeah, I mean, everything was on Zoom for a while. I'm so lazy now, though, that—and I've become so uh, antisocial that even if the, if the opportunity— like, most of the time, it calls for a face-to-face meeting if you have to meet somebody. So— the next logical thing would be Zoom. I'm to the point now where I'm like, how about a quick phone call? <laughs> like, you don't just talk <laughs> mm-hmm. on the phone. Like, I don't even want people to see me. Mm-hmm. Uh, so yeah, the
3: mm-hmm. phone call is a lost art. Like it. Like even for me, it is so rare that I talk to someone on the phone. And I hate to admit this, but there are people in my life who are close to me. I like them, and we'll be texting. You're like, can I call
2: real quick? And I'm like.
3: Please don't. I don't. know about that. My I've, phone yeah. is broken. <laughs> I've
2: started enjoying them more and more. I don't know. Is that right? I've been doing a lot of phone calls recently. I, I like them I, in the car. Yeah. I talk to my my brother when I drive, like when I commute places, I'll talk to him on the phone and like- It's hard um, to pay
3: attention to that and read.
2: <laughs> yeah. Well, I'm a multitasker by okay. by by nature. Uh, I've got a couple of friends that I'll do phone calls with like on, at, at, on like Saturday nights or whatever if- they're not doing anything and we're not doing anything, we'll just like hop on the phone or whatever mm-hmm. and chat for a while, hour or two. I don't know. It's kinda of fun. It feels throwbacky. Yeah. It feels quaint.
5: So to Andrew's point of a lot of these rules were made during the pandemic without the intention of ever going back. Okay, hours of stores. Remember how Walmart used to be 24 hours? uh, Schnucks used to be 24 hours. Walgreens, these things, they're never going back. I mean, it closes at nine or Mm -hmm. 10 now. And that's just such a bummer. That's when I
3: used to go to buy my unmentionables. Yeah, all my embarrassing items. Mm -hmm. I mean, it was great for that. Three
5: o'clock in the morning. Yes. (laughs) Uh, This one's kind of depressing, but it's on the list. Mental health is never going back to the way it was before the pandemic. Mm. There's been irreparable damage there. Uh, Let's see what else. What else? Talk amongst yourselves. It's loading. It's loading. Food delivery. Um, That's actually I. Whenever we were given the option to. Check that little box that says, don't even knock on my door, just leave it on my doorstep. That was, I think, a, a step forward for mm-hmm. mankind. For introverts like myself, I I don't want that to ever go
2: back.
3: But yeah, yeah. turning I point. Completely agree with you. Um, I'm to the point, and this has nothing this has nothing to do with DoorDashers. It has everything to do with me. But I think I'm I think most people are like this. My door's open. I DoorDash is coming pretty quickly you know, arriving now, and so I walk to see if they're pulling up, and they're walking up my stairs, and I run as if they have a gun, <laughs> like just, just like oh my god, they saw me. I'm gonna have to somehow acknowledge them. Uh, I've gotten so much worse about that as a, and I don't think it's a good thing. Like I think the check the box and leave it so I don't have to interact with another human, very convenient. It 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 it, it scratches my uh, pathologically shy itch, but I don't think it's a good thing for humanity.
2: Let me make it a little better for you it is so much better for the people that are delivering the DoorDash. Like mm-hmm. i the, i just i hate when i see the thing that's like this person wants the order handed to them. Yeah, cuz
3: last time you did it the guy was naked.
2: <laughs> well, yes. But there's like so many it's just so many extra steps. Now i have to call you. Now i have to oh you're not picking up the phone. Now i'm pe- texting you and calling you and you're Get not answering I'm and i'm just waiting outside and I can't give it to scale.
3: you. I I think that it's bad that humans interact so infrequently now. I don't Mm -hmm. think it's good for the species.
4: Yeah, I think that's the biggest thing post-pandemic, and that kind of goes back to the restaurant thing. I think that the ease of getting food delivered and not having to see anybody is, like, that ramping up so less people are going to go out, less people are Mm -hmm. interacting with each other. It's going to be interesting— 10, 20 years from now to see what this does to our society. Mm -hmm.
5: And the final thing, this is another big global thing, but the passage of time, that's never going back to the way it was. I I don't know. I don't know about you guys, but it feels like the last three, four years have both been the longest years of my life and the shortest. Up is down.
4: Do you guys feel like
3: a significantly different person now than you did pre-COVID?
4: Yes. I do, too. 100%. Yeah. Yeah.
3: Not even uh, definitely in a, boy, we all went through something there kind of way, but also in a little bit of a paranormal woo-woo, like, did someone just come in and put a pod guy in? Because I have all my memories, but I feel different than I did before. Yeah. So, my fellow pod people. <laughs> uh